Hey, what's up, beautiful people? Welcome to today's podcast on overcoming past relationships. Now, this is something that has taken a while to overcome and to get better at. I remember the first time somebody ever broke up with me, I was in seventh grade. Her name was Christina Strickland. And not only did she break up with me when I was in love with her, but she had one of her friends tell me the news. All she said, I'll never forget this, seventh grade. She said, yeah, you, Christina, it's over. And I remember being in disbelief at first, wanting to cry and then just running, running as fast as I could to the other side of the school so that nobody could see me. And I felt like I had superhuman speed. People would be like, oh my gosh, this kid might have gotten broken up with, but damn, he's fast. That was the only thing that I felt like I could do. And I remember listening to Bob Marley, No Woman, No Cry, for a week straight and crying my eyeballs out. So over time, I've been in different relationships and have had heartbreaks, of course, ones that I have decided to break the relationship off and others where, you know, the opposite happened. And they both are difficult, for sure. Especially when there's nothing that anybody actually did wrong. It just, you just grow apart. And, uh, you know, over time, it's, it's been getting easier for me. But I just had this, this discovery that I wanted to share with you guys um, that really helped me. So... I'm just laying on the dock right now, looking at the sunset, and what I realize is what happens is we get in this state of lack, right? We get in this state of sadness, thinking that maybe we did something wrong, or we didn't perform correctly, or we said something, we said too much, we opened up ourselves up too much, or we didn't do enough. We always think that it's somebody's fault that something didn't work out. And then we get in this state of urgency to replace that person with somebody else or something else because we feel like we are incomplete without that person. We are so used to being by their side and feeling that love. that we feel like we need to replace that. And then, because we don't, we're not able to replace that right away, we feel the pain, and we feel this urgency, and we feel this lack, this lack of abundance in our life. When in reality, there are so many people out there for us. And what we need to realize is that we are a freaking catch. So, one of the first things that I did Um, that I discovered was I wrote down all the things that makes me a catch. So I am sexy, you know, I am, I'm strong. I am a protector. 
I am funny, you know, things like that to where either other people have complimented me on this, these traits or they're traits that I know about myself. And I just created this, this diagram uh, that I stuck up on my, on my mirror just so I could check it out every day. And towards the end, what I wrote is that there are, there are thousands of women out there waiting for a chance to spend time with me. But I choose who I spend my time with wisely because I am perfectly comfortable being by myself. That is powerful. And I look at that every morning and every night and all of it is true. Sometimes we just forget what a catch we are. And what I also have realized is that sometimes we get ourselves stuck in this love triangle where there's, you know, you love somebody, but you feel like they don't love you back. But then somebody loves you, but you don't love them back. <laughs> and then there's this other person where like you guys both kind of like each other, but you don't want to put in the effort. That is a love triangle and that needs to go. <laughs> that needs to go. So what I've replaced the love triangle with is a love Venn diagram. And if you remember back in school doing Venn diagrams, there are two circles and the intersection in the middle is love, the relationship, right? So the person on the left is yourself. The person on the right is your ideal partner. And in the middle is that relationship. You guys both are your own people, your own person. You have your own goals separately. But then there is that overlapping of the circle, which is the you guys together, the us instead of the me. So those are just a few visualization tools that if you want to use them, go ahead and use them. And if you would like for me to send you over what I have, I will. And the discovery that I had on the dock today, the whole point that I wanted to, to put this out there is I recently watched this video, uh, actually this, this playlist and this podcast from this playlist on, what's his name? Preston Smiles. And he goes over attracting your ideal partner. And so I listened to it again, just sitting there jamming, you know, <laughs> and one of the first questions he asks is looking at the relationship, the past relationship that you had is, did you have fun? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Did you learn something? Yep. Yep. I, de I definitely learned something. Did you have great sex? <laughs> And that's when I just lost it. I started cracking up. I just started laughing because mm, mm, I guess that, that's just personal reasons, but yes, yes, I did have awesome sex. Amazing sex. Next one. Next question. He really was able to put it into perspective of time. If time weren't a factor, if, you know, if you feel like this person was your forever person, but 
you are no, no longer together. If the concept of time was out and you just took the learning points and the great sex and the smiling moments from this relationship, how would you think about your situation? Now, I don't know if that gives you a different perspective. But for me, my relationships have not lasted that long. It just seems like we've, we grow apart. But the more that I get in these relationships, the more I learn. And I might, might not have found my one yet, but I've found my two that's leading me to my one. And for all you peeps out there listening, just think about that today. If you're going through a heartbreak where you feel like something went wrong or you did something wrong, you didn't. You did nothing wrong. Just look back on that relationship and ask yourself, those questions did you have fun did you learn something did you have amazing sex (laughs) and you might just crack up and it is a process for longer relationships it might take a little longer Um, my buddy Quinn um, also came up with this idea of writing two letters if the relationship didn't end on the best terms. One letter of appreciation and love for this person and the other letter being a, more of a burn letter where you, you write it out, all the things that you really don't like and you hate and you just want to release and then you burn that letter. Ah, love, relationships, what a freaking blessing. And I'm so happy that I was able to share that download of information that I just had. And honestly, I just laughed. I'm at the end of the doc. I just started cracking up because for two, two full days, I've just been really sitting with it. I haven't been playing No Woman, No Cry, but I've played this other song <laughs> called Stuck in the Middle by Ty Verdes. Verdes. And um, it helped. But it got me to the point where, you know, I needed to change up the song and change up the vibe. Because remember, you are what you consume. So if you keep, you keep listening to breakup songs or something like that, you know, it's not going to help you. The whole entire process. It'll help you. But once you're, you're finished with sitting in it, sitting in the feeling of, of, of sadness or of reflection then just change up what you're consuming and it will change your state, guaranteed. So just wanted to remember, remind you guys that you are freaking amazing. This is all part of a process. Everybody goes through it. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how handsome or beautiful you are. You will feel these feelings. You will feel these feelings of, oh no, I was too vulnerable or, you know, did I love him or her too much or... 
you know, was I, I was too strict or too too hard on them or there's always going to be these feelings of you messing up or them messing up and just want to let you know that it's all okay it's all good and if anything resonates with you from this podcast just uh, let me know and if you have any questions shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook and honestly I don't know how this this whole podcast thing works if you can like it or share it to your friends but if you feel that somebody else could use this send it on over I love you guys you're incredible get out there and keep living your dream you've got this Hey everyone, what is going on? Welcome to another day of confidence. Mm. Right now, I just want to share the love, share the experience, share the light. Because I have currently just overcome a huge fear of mine. And this fear is the fear that many others have as well. It's a fear that drives one of the most common fears, (laughs) which is, I think the first three ones is like the fear of death. The fear of public speaking is like number two. And what are we afraid of during public speaking? It's rejection. Fear of not being good enough. The fear of messing up. And um, today, I was faced with a fear that was crippling to where I could barely speak It felt internally that I could barely speak. I was shaking. And I was so out of character. And uh, I was able to overcome it simply by showing up and by expressing how I felt. Expressing that I was nervous and that changed everything for me so the next time you are crippled with fear and you are nervous and your heart is racing and you can't breathe just express yourself because the other person or the other people that you are around may be feeling the same exact way. And it was interesting because this fear of rejection has developed over time because I have grown up having things come easily to me. 
So when things are hard, and I feel like I may be rejected, either by a job or a certain person, then I figure, what's the point? I have all these other opportunities. But the thing we really want is behind that fear, that fear of rejection. And today, I was able to practice that. So, think of something in your life where you would love to accomplish this thing. You would love to experience this part of life, but what stops you from this experience is this fear of being rejected. Many people might feel this with a partner of, you know, a potential partner of the opposite sex. And for me, that's the way it happened. You get we get clammy, we get nervous, we get scared when we're attracted to someone. And sometimes we act out of character because we feel like we lack the confidence. But in reality, we're just scared of being rejected. And that's easy. That's easy to conquer because of the other end of that feeling. When you're able to show up and express even express that you're nervous, that you're scared. That is a win in my book. Just to show up and to share how you feel. Because you might be surprised at what happens. So, I know you guys are probably all itching for the story. <laughs> but there was this woman that I had had a crush on for a while. Not just because of her physical beauty, but because of her authenticity. The way that she held herself. The way that I, she looked at other people and interacted with them was just so authentic to where she wasn't going to fake it. Right? I see everybody else faking it all time. I do it too. But this girl was straight up. And I remember the first couple times she didn't smile at me at all. Didn't even wave. Nothing. Just absolutely no reaction. And I, that intrigued me. Because I realized that other people, including myself, I found myself judging her. Oh, she must be stuck up. Oh, well, she must be a bitch. Oh, well, she must think that, you know, her poo-poo poop, doesn't stink. But, then one day she did. She did smile at me. She did wave. She did say hi. And I was like, wow, this is new. I felt special because maybe not everybody else gets that opportunity only problem was when we had an interaction with each other 
I found myself rambling, not really being my full self, the conversation really not getting anywhere because I was so enamored. I was so nervous. I was so intrigued with learning more about her that I felt out of character. And I was embarrassed. I got her number, which was a big feat for me. And I messaged her, but she never responded. So my fear came true. The fear of rejection. Not even rejection, ghosting. Even worse than rejection. The other day I saw this woman again and decided to not speak with her because I was embarrassed of being rejected, of being ghosted. And I didn't even know what to say. I clammed up, didn't remember her name, <laughs> didn't remember her dog's name, and I just kept going as if I never saw her. And it bothered me that I was not being fearless, that the very thing that I preached, I was not encompassing. So, I made a plan, figured out, all right, well, maybe she likes this, maybe she likes to go get coffee, we can go on a little coffee outing and see where it goes from there. So, randomly ran into her on the golf cart talked to her, was so freaking nervous, caught in the small talk, and I could feel the conversation starting to dwindle, and so I told her that I was nervous, and there's something about her that made me nervous, and I want to investigate why, and that changed her. It's like the guard she had put up was suddenly let down. And I saw her. Then she ended up asking for my number and it was a great success. Just showing up there, just showing her that and telling her that I was nervous was a win. Did I expect her to even message me back? No. And did I expect her to want to meet up with me? No. I had no expectations. But I showed up. I was there. I expressed how I felt. And I might be the only guy that's ever come up to her and told her that they were nervous around him. But it takes a confident person to admit when you were not confident. And especially if you are afraid of rejection.
So if you are one of those people out there, like many, who are afraid of being rejected, not being enough, just be vulnerable, be authentic, be honest. And most of the times, just showing up is a win. So get out there. <laughs> Have no expectations. And don't be afraid of being rejected. Because there's somebody out there who's going to accept you for who you are. And it might just be that person you're afraid of rejecting you. Mm, let that settle. Have a beautiful night. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful morning. And enjoy stepping into your power. Oh, this is so good that I just had to share. You know, when you send over that text and you're just waiting patiently, actually the opposite of patiently, you just keep looking by your phone. You think of, oh, did I say the right thing? Did I not? <clears throat> I shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have pressed send. Can I take it back? Should I message them and say it was on accident? <laughs> We're so crazy. And it's so funny because we get love stoned with other people. But when's the last time you were so enamored with yourself that nothing else seemed to exist? We do this all the time for others when we first fall in love or we even have that glimmer or glimpse of hope that maybe this might be the one. Maybe there's a future for us. But when's the last time you've thought about yourself in that way? When's the last time you, so, you fell so head over heels in love with yourself that the rest didn't seem to exist. Wow, can you even imagine what that would feel like to be in that in love with yourself? We've been so conditioned in the beginning stages of our life to not love ourselves because it's conceited or not right. And you have to look for love elsewhere. You have to look for that person in your life that completes you. So <laughs> we get taught this fantasy of love, like we need to look outward for it. But in reality, we've had it the whole time. 
Just imagine falling in love so hard for yourself that everything else does not seem to matter. <clears throat> Can you imagine a life like that? Can you imagine a life where you just constantly did things for yourself for no reason? Just to build yourself up. Just to show yourself that you're worth it. Just for being you. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine if we were able to share all that love that we share towards others when we are completely enamored with others? Can you imagine being able to do that right now for yourself? <laughs> Man, you'd be high on life. But how do you love yourself to that point? How? Think about all the examples of when you fell in love with somebody else and all the things you did for them. Whether it be buying them gifts or making sure that they had all the snacks they needed or making them a really special dinner or making sure everything was planned perfect so that they would have the best day. Planning out adventures for them. Planning out picnics for them. And loving all of their quirks. Loving all of the times that <laughs> they might have something in their teeth or on their face. Or the times that they cry. The times where they need somebody else to be there for them. Imagine you being there, you showing up for yourself in that way. How it would be. Whoo! That, my friends, is powerful. So start taking notes on all the people that you might have loved, that you fell head over heels in love with, and all the things you did for them. Write them all down. And if you are single and do not have a partner, or looking for a partner, looking for that special someone, or you just want to treat yourself a little better, write down all those things you did for that person. And do them for yourself. Hmm. I'm gonna do that right now. So this is a short little snippet. Just, <laughs> just came to me.
because I realize how differently I act when I'm in love than when I'm not. So, get out there, love yourself as much as you love others. <laughs> Focus on yourself, and then you will attract in people who love themselves just as much. Wow. And when you're able to love yourself the way you love others, So get out there, love yourself, be unapologetically loving towards yourself this week, this month, this year, because you are freaking awesome and you deserve it. <clears throat> I love you. Get out there, give yourself a big fat hug, maybe even a massage, whatever you need, give it to yourself because you deserve it. Much love.